Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Women in Pop podcast. My name is Jet Tattersall, and this is my first appearance hosting the podcast, and I am thrilled to be here with you all. Before we get into today's show, we are in the final stages of putting together the very next issue of our magazine. It will be in the shops very soon. We've got loads of fantastic interviews and features that we know you will absolutely love, so do keep an eye on our social media pages for the reveals and the on-sale date. And speaking of the magazine, readers of issue five will recognize today's guest. She is one of Australia's brightest new talents, whose career really took off last year with the single My Way, which has scored over three million streams on Spotify. She recently returned with the new single Say It. She has a killer voice and amazing talent to turn out absolute bangers and is a beautiful human being to boot. What a delight. She is, of course, the wonderful Tani Phoenix. Hello, Tani, and welcome back to Hello. Women in Pop. Thank you so much for having me back. Now, listen, life looks beautiful, but as our viewers can't see us, our <laughs> listeners can't see it. How is everything in the life of Tani Phoenix? Everything right now is absolutely fabulous. Absolutely fabulous, Eddie. Um, yeah, life's really good right now. I'm doing a whole bunch of promo, you know, for the new single Say It. Yes. So that's going great. It's really nice to see that everyone's embracing it and loving it as much as I do. Um, and I've been planning my, my debut tour, which is super exciting. Get out. When is that yes! happening? It's, it's in June. Oh, so not not long. We'll blink and we'll be there. That is very exciting. Yeah. And then you've got Splendor yeah. coming up after right that. after. Yeah, my gosh, powering through. Yeah, so no rest, no rest. Now it's just time to it's time to go. It's go time. And I I do remember hearing that you started off as a very shy person. Mm -hmm. You didn't want to sing. No. You went to performance art college and yeah. didn't want to perform. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's rebellion. I wanted to just do it in my bedroom for myself uh, to my guitar. That's all. And I yeah, I suffered from severe. Um, yeah, I'd say it was anxiety. Like I, it was just an absolute fear of, of performing and being on stage and kind of sharing my voice with someone. Cause I just used to think like, that is the most vulnerable and rare piece of me. You know what I mean? Um, so that took a while to kick. Um, and I did it just by absolutely tackling it head on and just forcing myself to <laughs> just bearing the, the fear and the nerves and pushing myself on stage. And eventually, I don't know how I kind of got over the nerves and now performing is my most favourite thing to do. It's, I can even see it in your face. You're like, June, <laughs> I'm doing it in June. I mean, I've always been like, it wasn't that I was, a, maybe as a child I was I was shy. Like I'd kind of just take in everything and just, you know, assess my surroundings. And then I'd, you know, come out to people who I was comfortable enough with. But I wouldn't say I was a very shy child. Like naturally I'm kind of a, like a bit of a bubbly widow. Um but, yeah, just being able to share that with people was something that took me a little longer. Well, it's obviously it's something very different. There's one thing talking to people yeah. and another thing going, by the way, these are all my feelings. Yes. Poured out into a song with yeah. my voice, which yeah. I think is rad. Like, yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. That's so so I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah. And that's so great that you're here now going, Splendour, and I've got my tour. Yeah, like, I love it. Like... Now for me, performing is honestly, that's just, that's what I want to do the most, you know. That's the sugar? Yeah. That's and you've got, stuff. speaking of performing and, mm. and being that that shy girl, you've mm. got such a beautiful, like, I want to say a riot team of band girls out there. <laughs> like, you really do. I was reading online some of the posts. They're absolutely beautiful. Oh, you are sweet. such a killer role model. Oh, now, 
what is it that you like to kind of instill in your lyrics, in your mm-hmm. songs, just when you get yourself out there? What what are the traits that you want to inspire the girls out there today listening? I definitely think, you know, my message is just be 100% you. Like, don't alter yourself for other people or, you know, what you think other people want you to be, you know, it's just the best thing to live your truth and to be a hundred percent yourself because you'll never feel comfortable if you're trying to be something that you're not. So yeah, I'm just like, just, just Dell yell bell. Like <laughs> literally I think, and it's, so, it's really hard to do because, and especially in this day and age, you know, like social media, things online, it's so easy to like look at other people and compare yourself with others and go, Oh, I gotta look like this. I gotta get my lips done. I gotta get my ass bigger. I gotta get my waist tighter. It's just like, I just think it's really unnecessary, like all the, all the hype that um, that surrounds us, especially young women and young girls. You know how much um, how much is put on our looks versus you know what we have to say or you know how we feel about certain things. So yeah, I just think if I can just be try my best to be me, I hope that other people see that you are wonderful and amazing, exactly how you are. I think that's beautiful, and like yeah. you said before, it's. It's overcoming and failing and, and not being scared and not 100%. being scared of the fall. Yes. Oh, 100%. You need to fall flat on your face. You will several times before before you can stand tall. And I think that's one of the things, you know, just roll, especially in this industry. I think, well, in any industry, no matter what you do, if if you love something, you know, you need to you need to keep at it 100% because no, there's no easy path. I mean, I think from the outside, sometimes things can look like, oh, like, like, where'd she come from? Like, she's just doing all this and stuff. But like, people don't see what happens behind doors, how many years, how much like, um, how much effort you have to put into things and how many times you have to fall to get back up and, you know, to be the strong person that you are. I think you hit the nail on the head there. Whenever people hear the word newcomer, oh, yeah. where's she come from? She's just come out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, yeah. No, she's been working her <laughs> ass up in her bedroom or, yeah. you know what I mean? She's yeah. been killing it for years. Yeah. She's only just getting her turn. Yeah. So support the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. Can we stop picking her apart and support <laughs> the hell out of her? That's so true, you know. Yeah, let's build people up. Let's not break them down. And you said that about being true to yourself. I know, obviously, you initially started out as a soul singer, mm. which is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. What was it for you? What was it that made you you make the move to electro pop or yeah. this crazy magic that I you've got think, now? I just think it's a thing of like learning and just, I hate the word, your journey. <laughs> but like, honestly, you know, there's not one path you have to take in life. And what I'm doing now is just how I kind of, I don't know, I just found myself here. I just have always followed what I love. And, you know, when I first started out, that's the kind of sound that, you know, resonated with me. And that's that's kind of how I found my way here. I started listening to different types of music. I started experimenting with different things. And, you know, who knows what I'm going to be doing in, in 10 years. I might be a country singer, honey. <laughs> but, hey, if, if that's what feels right to me, that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah, I don't think there's no there's no set path. There's no set way you have to do something. Um, this is just kind of where I found myself through, like, just doing what I love. Just playing and experimenting. Yeah, just and experimenting, having fun and just, you know. Listening to your loves. Person. Yeah. I know some of which were, um, should we call them the Holy Five, the no. Spice Girls? <laughs> yes. Can I just ask you, who was your favourite Spice and why? Oh, hands down, 100%. Scary Spice. 100%. You know, as a young, as a little brown girl, you know, when you look up and you see these these pop stars, you know, sometimes, especially in Australia, sometimes you don't feel, you know, that you've been represented, you know, 
on that scale. And so to see to see another brown girl with curly hair, you know, she's she's a spice girl. She's singing, she's dancing, she's like she's an absolute idol. So yeah, that was that was that was really beautiful to see that like to see myself represented in such a powerful girl group like that. And I yeah. think everyone, you know, every little girl identified with one with one of those women. And also it's funny because me and my best friend, Hannah, she's like, she was baby because, you know, she looked like baby. I look like scary. And then we'd like share the others between us. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're kind of like, she was like kind of more posh. So she was scary and posh. And then I was like sporty and <laughs> scary. You became then, like the the trans, like the Voltron yes. robot. <laughs> it's so true. And then we, and then we split posh in the middle. <laughs> we, were both, no, we were both a bit of posh, you know. Okay, you know. it wasn't like you no. had it. You had it like when you're picking no, teams. No, no, no. We were just kind of like, and we're both. You know, everyone can be a little bit posh. So <laughs> that's brilliant. Now, listen, Tandy. I recently caught your cover of like, can I just say the anthem of my adolescence, oh, amazing. Glory Box. Oh, what did what you think? Said, I loved it and I pulled that song apart when I was a child into art projects and you know heartbreaks it was everything and it was absolutely amazing for me how was it for you thank you oh no seriously that to know that you love that song and that you approve (laughs) (laughs) that feels good (laughs) Um, because you know it is one of those songs that is just an absolute classic and it's kind of like there's there are some songs you don't touch but I love that song ever since I heard it and oh it's just so just when I like something my face just goes like it's one of those stank songs stank face songs like it's just (laughs) so like just get into it um and so yeah I wanted to do there wasn't another song that I was really super passionate about doing um and having my own take on it and I just thought that was such a classic and to put my spin on it and to just show like the strength of a song that you can that can like stand the test of time. And even now when I, when I listen to that song, I'm like, it's just an amazing song. And once the, even the intro, you just go, oh, like everyone yeah. stops. You go, guess what? It's playing. Yeah, it's playing. It's so true. It's one of those epic, epic songs. And how was it for you to, to perform it though for like a version? I was, it's funny because we got, we had like, we got the call two weeks out and I was kind of like, ah, no pressure. Like, it's just like a version. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, I was a little bit, initially I was a bit nervous because I was like, holy guacamole, we're going to have to pull this together and it's going to have to be shit hot. Like, you can't come in half ass doing something like that. So uh, I had a brainstorm of all the songs, you know, that, that I wanted to do. But yeah, Glorybox was the one that was just number one. And I didn't really want to do anything else. I felt, it was my first, like, a version for myself. And that's the song that I super like felt yeah. really passionate about doing. So I got together with my MD, my drummer, my best mate, uh, Yanya Boston. And we, we just spent, it actually came together really quickly. Like we sat there and we put down the bass structure of the chords and then I put down a vocal guide and then we just started building all the other parts and just adding in those different moments and making sure that it wasn't, you know, just like a cover, like a yeah. covers band cover, like a rip of the song. We definitely wanted to, you know, make it my own. Oh, you totally made it your oh, own. Thanks. You very much Thank made it your you. own. So congratulations. <laughs> now, you will be playing, as we mentioned, you will be playing Splendour in July. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any idea what your set will look like or be like or sound like? Well, it's actually, I, need to, I do need to check how long my set set will go for. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good one. Um, I, look, it's going to be... I think for festivals, it's it's always my festival sets are normally pretty up 
up, yeah. up. You know, everyone is in a pretty happy mood. It's splendor. want to feel good. So I'm definitely going to keep the people dancing, um, keep the energy high. And it'll be – it's after my um, – Headline shows, so I think we're going to have a pretty, pretty tight set list by then. That's so yeah. exciting. Where are you opening at? Pardon? Your headline show. Where so I'm opening? doing Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Adelaide and Canberra just got added yesterday. Oh, did you hear that, fans? Did you hear Tandy that, Phoenix fam? Did you hear coming that? to you. <laughs> can I briefly speak to you about yeah. your new song, Say It? Yeah. And can we play it hey. also? Um, look... For me, I, I, I'm like, I'm going to tell you how, what I think. <laughs> this is what I think your song's <laughs> about. But it's so beautiful. I love the fact that you get this amazing beat and it's a dance joke. But really, I mean, the lyrics are just like, dude, can we stop the subtext? Mm-hmm. Can we stop skirting around the issue? It's uh-huh. a relationships. It's not just like romantic relationships. It's family relationships. Mm-hmm. People don't talk to each other. Yeah. Um, what was the inspiration? Although I've just put it down. <laughs> no, you have honestly nailed it on the head. I think it's a lot of the time people, they do, they tiptoe, tiptoe around the truth and they kind of are guarded about certain things and this song is just dying. It's calling out and it's yelling out for someone to be completely vulnerable, completely honest and just to express themselves um, so truthfully and, you know, openly to you. Um, yeah, it's just come on, speak to me, like stop holding back and get to the real shit. Like that's what it's all about. <laughs> Do you find that it's find that's a problem in personal life as well? I mean, obviously it happens in the industry. It happens mm. with people at work. No one ever says, no one, yeah. you know what I mean? But does that, you find that happens a lot in your personal life still or you now you've gotten over it and you're seeing it with other people. You're like, come on, people. Um, it's funny. So I... I'm good. I'm good with it now. It kind of, it did come from a, a romantic um, standpoint and I was kind of in that, in that initial phase, um, well, not the initial phase, but when something's starting to get deeper and people are just not ready to kind of put themselves on the line to, to give up a piece, not even give up a piece themselves, but just to be completely vulnerable. People are so guarded and it's just like, come on, like, you can't you can't get anywhere by just always having up this guard and not speaking exactly how you feel 100%, you know what i mean? So it's just like cut the shit, just say it to me straight. Like Was that one of the title options? Cut the shit. <laughs> cut the shit. <laughs> Give it to me straight. <laughs> uh, now speaking of titles, yeah. can we expect a feature length album oh, from you? You know, it's going to come, but i haven't this i'm this has been like, this needs to happen what is about to happen. I will finally be putting out my debut EP. Oh. I've been putting out singles, yeah, but I've been sitting on some stuff. So EP and then we will have the album after that. But, yeah, EP this year. So I'm very excited to finally, you know, give away a body of work. How gorgeous. Yeah. And speaking of that EP, we're now going to play Say It. Woo!
Okay, that was Say It from our delightful Tandy Phoenix. Now, Tandy, can you talk me through any regular creative process you have from writing? Do you, is there certain books you go back to? Is there songs you listen to? Do you have dance breaks? Like, what is it for you? <laughs> um, every song is different because creativity is something that you can't, you can't necessarily manufacture. But also, you know, there are times where you do have, you have writing sessions and if maybe if you're not feeling creative that day, shit, you just got to, you got to work with it. It's really weird. Lately, I've been having all these dreams with songs in them. And the night before last, I was like, oh my gosh, this song is so epic. And I sat down at the keyboard, went to play the first chord and then my alarm went off and I was like, seriously, this is going to be my next hit. Like, what is going on? So, yeah, creativity, it can come whenever. You can be walking down the street and then a melody will just come in your head or sometimes, you know, I have a whole I have a whole um, page on my notes, you know, just of song titles or ideas and you can watch something and it'll inspire you. You can read something inspire you or it could just be like a couple of chords that, you know, then bring on a melody. Um, yeah, creativity is not something that um, I can't put my finger on it. It just kind of strikes when it strikes. But also, that being said, the more you work on it, you can you can always you can always write. You yeah. can always write. you can always write because yes. there's inspiration everywhere. Yeah, there is. You know, it's absolutely everywhere, and it's just kind of how you how you look at the world. Yeah. And do you get it a lot? You've got like a nice dose of female network around you. Yeah, you like is it storytelling and listening? Yeah, it is. It's a hundred percent about you know giving yeah giving stories, giving experiences, and and your um your perception of seeing things and just speaking that to people through song. And inspiring them. As yeah. I keep telling you, this is what I think of your song. <laughs> I'm loving it. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you be me in interviews. I'm gonna send you along. <laughs> this is what you wrote. <laughs> Sorry I can't talk today. Don't be speaking about of me, thank you. <laughs> Look, it's so good. And we did talk about the Spice Girls and your yes. fangirls and just being a woman in the industry that happens to be quite quite deep in men yeah it's quite deep in yeah. men <laughs> what are your thoughts on gender equality both in and out of the industry um come on everybody it's 2019 like what's happening like it's yeah it's it's quite bizarre that we are where we are and that there still is inequality yeah in in the industry out of the industry just in life in general I think it's good now we've started talking about it, the conversation is there, but it's just about giving because there's no shortage in incredibly talented and gifted women in life. You know, it's not like, oh, there's only a few of them and all the men are doing this stuff. It's just we need to get that balance right. We need to start, you know, having female leaders, giving young girls role models that they can do anything they put their mind to. You know, it's not like, oh, you're a girl, you can just be a nurse, you can just do that. If that's what you want to do, 100% do it. But is, I don't think there's anything that is like, oh, only a guy can do that. Oh, only a girl can do that. Um, yeah, we just need to start giving more opportunities to women and giving giving young women, giving, you know, grown women, you know, people that they can see themselves reflected in, you know, in the workplace, um, on TV, in the music industry, everywhere, really. So it's back going back to the importance of role models. 100%. Yeah, I think if when people can see someone else doing something that, that they connect to, they go, oh, wow, I can do that too. So there just needs to be, yeah, more opportunities. Everyone needs a scary spice. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of female role models, who, I mean, first of all, 
we know who you wanted to be when you were a little girl. <laughs> who was it in your personal life that really inspired you to get where you are? 100% my mum. She, um, she raised me as a single parent and for that, just seeing how you know, how she put her everything and then some into raising me, into giving me, you know, the best, the best that, that she could give, but not even that, like just making sure that I was happy, so happy, so healthy. Um, you know, she'd always encourage me, always, um, just show me that I, I could do anything, you know? Um, so yeah, hundred percent my mum and also my grandma, just seeing, just having those strong, those strong women around you, is just one of the the best gifts that I've had in my life. Beautiful, beautiful. And can I just ask, who are you looking forward to sharing a space with up at Splendour this year? (gasps) Oh, my gosh, the lineup is nuts. (laughs) Chance the Rapper, Childish Gambino, there's James Blake. Oh, look, there's just too many people. I really want to be an absolute uh, punter. I feel like this... The reason I got into music is because it makes me so happy and I, I'll go out and see shows and that inspires me to, you know, do better and just just want to dream bigger. So I'm definitely going to be just heading out and just hopping hopping around to different stages the whole time. Enjoying the perks. And yeah. also you, you're now like you can be a close-up stalker because you've got, <laughs> you've got the backstage access. So you can be a, still true. a total fanger, be like, you can't send me away. <laughs> I'm one of you. It's true, but sound is always better out front. So, hundred oh, percent. Okay. You're just yeah. gonna get in there. I'm gonna get in, get in the mosh, get up amongst it. Oh, <laughs> how exciting! Yeah, you've got to, you've got to. I mean, yeah, there's, it's, there's the perks, you know. When you can go backstage, you've got nicer bathrooms. You don't have to line up for as long. I mean, that's a, that's a real perk for those things, because, honey, gets nasty. <laughs> but um, no, it's 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 way more fun, you know, getting out there and seeing it for for what it is and falling back in love with it that way, you know. And what has been for you, obviously, that moment where you really just went, oh, this shit just got real. Like, was there a pivotal moment for you? <laughs> Maybe when when I did the shows um, with Rudimental, I was kind of like, this is so trippy because I remember going to going to their show when they had they were here a couple of years ago Um and going to the Enmore and watching their show, like Total Punter, just like loved their music, was heading there. And then I think it was um, Gorgon City was supporting them. And I was watching, I was like, oh, I would love to do that support. Um, and then fast forward a couple of years and I was like, what the heck is life? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's funny because it's like when you when you have goals and, and when you kind of are, are striving for certain things, you kind of hit those those points and then you you forget about them and you yeah. keep going because you're always striving for something else. So it's fun. Yeah, it's thanks for the, like reminding me to <laughs> to go back and you go, oh, wow, that just happened. You know what I mean? Because it's not often that I – I think sometimes I just go, sick, did that. What's And then you think of the next one yeah. and you don't really like go, this is something that I dreamed of doing. You know what I mean? That's such good advice. And we yeah. don't – as human beings, we don't do it anymore. Yeah. We forget – we yeah, forget where we aim to be. We just get, oh, that sucks now. Yeah, like, oh, that's that. too long. Yeah. <laughs> we got to take time and give ourselves a little bit 100%. of credit. Just give, give yourself a little hug. That's so true. <laughs> yeah. Now, we've talked about feminism and yeah. gender equality, yeah. but what do you think 
in 2019, mm. Australia or globally, what is the biggest threat we are facing today? Oh, man, the environment. Like, what do you mean climate change isn't real? Like, it's very scary to think what we're doing to the environment or where we're going to be in 10, 20, 30 years. You know, I think everyone needs to start doing anything they can to, you know, reduce reduce their wastage and, you know, stop using plastic and really think about the environment and, and what we can do to preserve, you know, I think people forget like this is this is the only place we've got I mean okay people are wanting to go to Mars and whatnot but like this is what we have got we can't breathe we can't live if we're destroying the earth and yeah it's it's really scary to think that there's so many so many people in power who are just oblivious to the realities of what's going on um so do you think it's oblivious Oh well, they just don't want to do. They just don't want to do anything that's going to actually, you know, make make anything better. Like it just—it's quite clear that they just got their agenda, and it's not to—it's not to do anything positive out there. It's just like let's 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 um, distract the people from what's actually happening, and just let's—I need money for this, and I need to. It's just really scary what's happening out there. Um, so, yeah, I think if we need to do our bit before, you know, we need to start doing our bit before the powers that be do it on a global, like on a massive scale. So, yeah. When just, you say our bit, do you uh, do you think optimistically it's great because people are sort of shouting about it more? Yeah. There's more access to information and, and therefore people can rally and revolt, but we're kind of doing it a little blindly at the moment. Mm. Um, and it's more of a... It's more of a, a problem of discussion as opposed to one person can solve it. Yeah. If we all, yeah, if we all do our part to, you know, look at, look at how we source, source materials or look at how, where we get our food from, or look at how we recycle, like tiny things each day can make a difference. Look at how much, I just think for me, like well, what I'm trying to do slowly, slowly, like look how much plastic we use, look at how much waste is put out into the world. And it's crazy because it's like, uh, it's got to go somewhere. Like we just kind of throw stuff away and we're like, ah, there's like places we're just throwing rubbish. And what do we think is going to happen to that, to the earth there? Like it's, we don't want to make this place a massive tip. Like will we be surrounded by shit everywhere? Like I think we just need to like wake up and go, oh my gosh, like we need to treat, treat the world with respect and love. And so we, you know, for generations to come, we'll be able to bloody still be living here like I mean, we can't I love the fact that now there's the option like oh we'll just move to Mars like, yeah, <laughs> like oh, okay yeah screw this place like yeah we've used and abused that place next like, <laughs> now Tandy uh one last question I do know that you grew up surrounded by some absolutely killer tracks and yeah. you know one of those artists was Phil Collins yeah tell me your favorite <laughs> Phil <gasps> Oh, I was hearing Phil just through my papa bear. He was um, a radio presenter, so he used to play so much, yeah, so much music. Um, but come on. Like nothing beats. <laughs> Phil feels it. Phil totally feels oh it. Oh, my gosh. I was in the car the other week just cranking it, cranking it like... 
When those drums kick in, there's nothing you can do but air drums so, so hard. <laughs> do you ever love it when you're doing that in the car and you look over and someone else is doing it too and you give each other the nod like, yeah. Yes, it happened the other day actually. But the, unfortunately the guy wasn't doing it. He was just staring and laughing at me. And I put down the window and I was just like, yeah, buddy, yeah. You know what, yeah, just make him listen. What's your ultimate yeah. driving track? Oh, that is such a hard question. I don't know. I I would just switch it up all the time. Last week, what was it last week? Oh, oh, I don't know. You've got me on the spot now, doll. You can have categories. There's dad rock, you know. <laughs> there's like smooth <gasps> FM hits, oh. those kind of things. Like, yeah. you know, depend, I guess there's late night driving and then you get yeah. Stevie Wonder lately playing and you're like, oh, oh here It's we so go. true. It does depend on the time of day. Yeah. How, but I always feel like it needs to be something hype because normally I'm not the one driving ah. and I'm trying to keep someone else like awake or, you know, I'm, I do just, I just like, I do, what was I doing the other week? I was going, driving with my girlfriend somewhere and... Oh, just absolutely blasting it the whole time, doing all these dance moves next to her. And just, <laughs> I was, afterwards I was kind of like, oh, that probably wasn't really the best idea for someone who's trying to focus on the road, trying to get her to do synchronised dance moves with me. <laughs> Let go of the wheel. Yeah. Let go of the wheel. <laughs> but a lot of the time that does end up happening. Oh, Tandy, you're an absolute treat. Thank Aww. you so much for chatting us today, Tandy. It has been absolutely wonderful. Now, Tandy's latest single, Say It, which you heard early on, is out now and it's available on all platforms so please make sure you stream and download her music as much as you can because it really is top class now listeners don't forget women in pop magazine issue six is out shortly to subscribe make sure you go to womeninpop.com slash subscribe now you can also check out some behind the scenes images of today's interview and our facebook instagram and twitter pages just search for women in pop thank you so much for listening today we'll be back soon bye